Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Dev Talks with your favorite host, Travian, where we talk about everything engineering and technology-wise and going across the world and seeing everything that's going on. Man, thank you so much for support, recent support. As I said, many plans to come. And as actually today, we actually have a new plan because one of my friends made a new intro theme song. I really wasn't feeling the old one. This one, I'm feeling a little bit more. It's a little bit more lively and everything. Let me know what you guys think. But it is fresh. It is new. And it's something that should be here to stay. If y'all like it, let's see what y'all think. But today, we're really going to get into some updates, more about Mark and Elon, some to do with threads, some to do with Twitter, some to do with some extra stuff in Apple. So let's dive right in. Let's go. All right, all right. So hopefully you guys all like that new intro. It's something new. It's more lively. Hopefully it gets you guys all in the mood to listen to everything that's going to go on the rest of the episodes and things and get a little bit excited. It definitely brings my mood up a little bit listening to that tune. As I said, my, one of my boys made the transition for it. So much appreciated. Don, really appreciate you, man, and everything. Um, but to get into today's episode, as I was saying, I really don't know too much about as a technical standpoint of new stuff that's came out in this past week, but as far as like the drama is continuing between Musk and Elon and more news and more talks are coming about about certain stuff. And then also what we're going to start this episode with is the updates as far as like threads. So, I mean, some people, I guess, can say that all the dopamine has worn off and all the hype has worn off because what is it just I feel like Threads doesn't didn't hold the excitement yet. As I said, it's still maturing. It has a lot to do and it has a lot of growth to still do. But I feel like that initial like start phase has really kind of worn off. I'm still trying to use it as much as possible. But as I said, like. After I like was first on it for who however long, it was just hard to um get back into it and then and just like stick with it because as I say in other episodes I try to like really limit how much time I'm spending on social media and trying to like be distracting and stuff. But of course I want to engage with you guys more. So like if you guys do uh want to get updates and things like that just go on the threads link in the description of the video and you'll be able to find information on there i try to keep updates and things as much as possible and like really try to uh, fine-tune how i'm using social media so that it fits a lot better and things so but yeah i definitely believe like most of the hype a lot of people can say like the trends as far as if you look at the charts between how many people are using Twitter and threads, the threads has kind of dropped off a lot uh, from the first week of it being out. But here's another thing. It's going to keep coming up. It's going to slowly, gradually grow at the same time. At Twitter already has its like audience. It's been out for years and years and it's how many people use it is just going to stay around a certain point. Apparently the chart for Twitter says that ever since Elon bought it, less and less people have been using it and it's going down, but some things as far as feature wise seem to be going up for Twitter, but 
who knows we'll get more into details about that later but it's just it's just hard for like Thursday just had a very strong opening and one of the reasons it had such a strong opening is because it's connected to everybody's Instagram. And if there's a billion people on Instagram, it's easy to get a hundred million people to sign up. That's only 10% of your users on Instagram. So it has such a large impact at the start and a go thing. It's not something that was starting off fresh and new. So if only a million are using it now, which I'm sure it's more than that because they have a hundred million users, then that's only 10% of the users are still on it. It's still a lot of people on the app as itself. Um, if you really think about it, if something that's new, but it still has a lot of growing to do. It still has a lot of maturing to do. It's going to take a, quite a bit of time for them to get a lot of certain edits in and you know, bring out features and things like that. As I said in like the last episode, the CEO of Instagram, and I guess he's the CEO of Threads now too, in a way, maybe. Um, said like hashtags will take some time to even implement and I was curious about why that was even the case but here we are uh let me know if you guys have been not using threads as much recently but like as I said it died down a little bit for me as far as using it I still check it I still use it of course uh tomorrow I'm gonna make a post about the podcast of course once when I post this and um release the episode there will be more information out, but yeah, like that. Uh, let me know how if it's still benefiting you, how you still like it. If all that dopamine rush just wore off of you already uh, for the new app, and if you're just waiting for it to just mature more or whatnot. So, but that's the first thing that I really wanted to try to cover today and get your guys' thoughts. It's kind of as a warm up to the episode because now we have more stuff about apple but what mark zuckerberg was kind of his thoughts around it so he recently did like an interview and he had some thoughts about the vision pro the augmented headset augmented reality headset by apple that they released at their wwdc 23 if you did not already check out that episode i covered a lot of material off of it it is long take your time going through it all but I did cover a lot about the Vision Pro, all the different updates coming out for Apple, my thoughts on a lot of the features and things, and it's great, and it was actually a great watch. I really liked that event, and I still want to go to events like that, but one thing is I learned something about this interview because uh, apparently Meta has a headset called Quest, and it's more costly efficient and things quest is so they first thing that i seen in this little clip of the interview on the thoughts of the vision pro system was that he heard mark heard that apple's only making about a million of these headsets to start off like you can kind of understand this as a starting point because this is a very new product and it costs a good amount of money it's thirty five hundred dollars a lot of people's game consoles don't even cost that much. Uh, a lot, a lot of people's PCs don't even cost that much. My PC was under; it was probably around between twenty-five to three to get a whole setup and build it myself. And I'll get all the little pieces that I want. And that's not even the best PC, but that just as like a kind of 
thought as far as like how much this new headset really costs and things but and he was saying stuff about their quest headsets have already sold tens of millions so he just believes that the majority of people economically are going to buy the quest headsets and use those headsets compared to apple's headsets because they're only for certain reasons the he really talked about how these products differ and how they're going to be used different, but how they're also kind of similar and alike. But he just believes that the main market for right now would just be for the headsets that they work on because they've already been working on this kind of reality headset thing for a while. And that he believes they even started before even Apple has and things because he probably was because they were even thinking about metaverse and things like that. Uh, that was a big thing uh, going on. Uh, months ago but that's what he's so that's something that he heard um he was saying that that they've really for the quest headsets that meta uses they've really focused on like social interaction fitness gaming but he said it basically from what he watched apple's headsets are really for sitting and just like having a screen in front of you because Nobody, in his words, nobody, of course, nobody's going to use laptops the entire life. Everything's going to grow from a laptop. So this is like the next best thing uh, to grow off of it. But he doesn't really see it as that really interactive um, thing that he, the Quest system has and his headsets really have. And it didn't really seem like he had any animosity towards what he was saying as far as that. But I have a... A thing to say about that because I believe Apple's thing can grow into something that's more socially interactive or turn into something or a tool that's more productive and things like that. I'm only saying this because I'm trying to develop something that is more going to help people and how they are doing certain things. So without trying to like reveal too much information and things about that, but I believe it can grow. It just really depends on what the developers come out with and such things like that and how you're going to do stuff. But obviously he was just saying that the two headsets have clear different goals and features and like they're, they're really trying to do two different things. Uh, Another thing that was brought up about this interview was about the hand gestures versus using a controller because one of the things that quest focuses on is gaming and it's a lot he was saying it's just when it comes to gaming having that hardware in your hand feels more tactical and things like that but i i can't see what you're saying like how are you going to game on this apple vision pro headset I, i really don't think it's made for gaming as i said it has two hours of battery life and things and it just doesn't have, I feel like it's it's not really made for that whole gaming experience that uh, some of their other Macs that, like, Apple's just getting into gaming with their Macs. Like, obviously, this product was not thought about for gaming whatsoever, but, yeah, so the Quest, they just have the controllers and things so it can feel more tactical, according to Mark, um, Mark and... It's just that's one of the goals that the Quest headsets think of that Apple's doesn't. And, I mean, he's really right. He was being honest on how he really thought about it. I mean, that's true. You are spending a lot of money for a tool that 
just right now is mainly kind of like a sitting thing, sitting or standing thing that kind of replaces your laptop when you're on it. And when you kind of think of that, maybe the two hour battery life is a lot better. But uh, as I said, at the same time, when you're watching movies, a lot of time movies are longer than two hours. And that's one of the things that I thought was going to be a problem, like at least extended to like three or four or double the battery life, find a way to do that. But who knows, more updates will come out as far as the Vision Pro later in life. And then I also am curious, like Apple has a lot of sensors and cameras to look at the hand gestures. So what if there was a controller thing implemented? How hard would it be? Would it take away from all of the machine learning from the sensors and the cameras that are going on, especially for the gestures? And things but yeah so that's these just some like thoughts and ideas that I have and uh, I'm curious about and what also Mark Zuckerberg had and things but he was also talking about how the design trade-offs are based on what you're trying to get out of it functionally and the practicality based on how you're designing the stuff and between their two headsets, if you guys want to learn more about Meta's Quest headsets, then let me know. I can do a whole segment based on the information about that, what it's capable of, what it can do, and probably get more into the gaming aspect of that. But this part was just mainly just about thinking, how do, uh, how does Mark Zuckerberg think about this new product that's coming out for Apple? And, uh, of course, he's going to think that right now he thinks he's going to hold the lead and things like that. And if Apple probably will be taking a conservative approach when at the initial lead or release next year. But this is just uh, some ideas, uh, what I'm thinking of, how it's going to play out, really. And, like, well, we'll go out. We'll go from there. We'll figure it out. And all of that, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Uh, definitely when this the Vision Pro does get released next year, I will be trying to compare these two headsets. And just because uh, Zuck brought up his headset, and I didn't even know about the Quest headset, like honestly. That's why one of the reasons why I love doing this podcast because I get to learn so much more that I just don't know already. And it's a way to like grow and be able to take in more and uh, learn more, especially in the field that I love. I say this all the time, but yeah, so once when the two headsets are out and they're being able to compare them, it would be dope. I probably will have another YouTube channel by then where I would do like product reviews and things more on video and things. So yes, I'll have a face to the show finally. Hopefully by then I'll have a face by the, to the show also too. And we can start doing a uh, live or video recorded uh, episodes. But that is, that would be a dope idea to compare the Vision Pros with the Quest, the, what they can do, the compare, how to compare and contrast them appropriately and go down the board if you guys like the idea let me know in the comments like always feel free to share uh feel free to let me know what you guys think 
and go from there because that's going to be a big help. It's going to add more content for you guys to be available, more stuff to talk about. The more that you guys engage, the more that we can add on to the episodes, even if some people, five or however many people comment about a certain topic in the in the comments, then you'll be brought out, shout out, shouted out. You'll be talked about whatever topic that you brought up that's interesting. We can add it to the end of the episodes after the updates and the news and everything. Unless we want to start off with it, we'll figure it out. Maybe it'll be an intermission take, but it will definitely add to the episodes. It'll add extra segment to it. It'll add more creativity, I believe, including you guys, because this is supposed to be a community. It's supposed to be something that grows together. But before we get fully off track, we do have one more topic to really talk about and go about. So it's going to be about Elon. So a lot has been going on, especially about when Zuck released threads and having their own like chat text uh, platform and social media app and the whole lawsuit information that we talked about last episode. A lot happened. So much happened. And one of the things that I seen in the interview that Elon Musk has done is well talking about his regrets of buying Twitter and all this other stuff. So in the interview, he talked about how he regretted selling Tesla stock because he didn't know how much money he would need to for the Twitter acquisition. And he really doesn't like to do that because it's valued at a lot of money and all this other stuff. And now he's missing out. Uh, one of the main kickers is in late, either later in that interview or in another one, he also said that he bought Twitter for twice the amount that it was worth. Uh, apparently, once when he bought it, he did an evaluation of the company and it was worth half of what he bought it for. So, I mean, that's got to hurt. Like, he spent a lot of money just to acquire Twitter, uh, millions and millions of dollars just to, or even billions, whatever. They spent so much money just to even acquire it. And when you go and sit into the first day or first week or whatever, he realizes it's only worth half of what it he paid for. And he's still not making revenue on it. You can see why he probably got flustered and angry and fired half the people who worked there and all of that. So it's always curious. It's always it's always curious to see what this man's thinking about and at least I really like the openness and the honesty of some of these uh, CEOs and owners of the companies because you really get to see what they're going through and you really get to see uh, you, what you can take from what they lost or what they gained out of certain deals and things. He kind of got forced into buying Twitter. Twitter owners definitely messed him up with that whole acquisition process, but this is just stuff that happens. It happens all the time, and he just got the blunt end of the stick. But as a ray of good hope, Elon did say that Twitter is almost breaking even now. They're still losing money, but they're getting close to breaking even. And he actually <laughs> was talking about how since he's owned it, they've released more features and stuff than Twitter's released in over six years. So a lot of, it's a lot more productive company now. 
Uh, they're doing a lot. They're almost about to make revenue soon. It was probably take a while for his investment to really kick in and catch back up. As I said, he you know, bought it at twice the evaluation. I did see that he's coming up with his own AI thing where he will be using it in both of his companies for Tesla and Twitter and trying to, I don't know how he's going to use it yet, but I did see something about that kind of news. I'm also curious once when the company's profitable for Twitter and it gets to a certain point, will he try to sell it to somebody else and somebody else can run it? Or is this something that he's going to keep himself and try to fight Zuckin in the war? Who knows? But um, speaking of speaking of fights, that Zuck was actually training with UFC fighters and things, and because everybody knows he does does jujitsu and stuff, so he was actually training and having a good time with them. So if they really did fight, uh, it would be hilarious. It would be awesome. Uh, it, they would just make so much money off that it wouldn't even be funny. Um, how much they would make off that fight? It's actually crazy, but. That it's always interesting and funny when you see certain stuff like that because dude, Mark uh, is just not just a whole CEO of a Meta. He's also like training and fighting. He's part of a celebrity kind of and things like that. So it's very interesting. It's very interesting and fun. Uh, one last news thing that I also heard is uh, all these other companies they released. They're like chatbots and AI stuff, artificial intelligence things. I also seen something about Meta going to release an AI to the public or API or something. So once when we get more information on that, we'll be talking more about that as well too. And diving deep into how that's going to work and how it could be useful. Will it compete with ChatGPT and all of that? But uh, the world may never know. We'll find out eventually. But at the end of the day, that's it. Hope you guys really stay tuned through everything, stuck through it. Hope you guys enjoyed it, liked it. If you have any ideas or anything, drop them in the comments. Don't forget to like, subscribe so you can find out every week when something drops or you can see a clip or anything. Share it with your friends, especially all your friends in the tech world and all of that. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Hope you guys like just listening to the podcast when you're doing something. Hope you're just having a great day, great life. Everything is going well with everyone. And take care. But peace. See you next week.